This is Daily Hebrew Declarations with Daniel Jedediah Cook, and I'm reading the declaration for today, October the 30th, 2020. The three Hebrew letters we're honoring today are Yud, Issachar, one of the twelve tribes of Israel, and Resh. Along with those three living letters, we're also honoring the spirit of wisdom, the spirit of knowledge, the spirit of counsel, and we also want to honor the sixth thunder, the rule of six. That will I'll explain a little bit later. The declaration today reads this, the spark of Ruach Yahweh, the spark of change moving with momentum, instigating transformation and transfiguration, traversing the width, depth, the up and the down, our witness, we are one together in each other and in Yahweh, a place of action, the potential within for the manifestation in the actual, the sound that affects the future of now, the head of time, the Olam, the original intent. That's a big declaration today, but it's an awesome declaration. Now today, uh, Michelle was telling me that, that one of the inspirations for honoring the sixth thunder has to do with the fact that if you take the date today and add it up, 10, 30, 20, it comes up with 60. And since that is a uh, multiple of six, six being the living letter Vav, if you will, and Vav talks about a heaven and earth connection. We've talked a lot about that here lately. And it also talks about the place of uh, man and who we are as sons. Uh, but now to the the sixth thunder actually comes from uh, our church here at Gates of Zion here in Mobile, Alabama. Apostle Aaron, quite some time ago, Yahweh had spoken to him about uh, the seven thunders that were in Revelation. And he gave, Yahweh gave Apostle Aaron uh, all those different thunders and what they really meant to us. I know Ian Clayton has some uh, seven thunders as well, but Yahweh gave to him sl some slightly different thunders than, than he did with us. So the, the seven thunders can be a very personal thing. And our sixth thunder here at Gates of Zion is the rule of six. And really what it means is it's honoring the place of numbers. It's honoring where numbers have a place in our lives. You know, numbers have always been the universal language. And so in that place, six honors both the, the place of the heaven and earth connection and us as man. On top of that, if you take the numbers and if you go by Gematria, you don't usually hear me talk a whole lot about Gematria on here. It's just not a path that Yahweh has taken me down. However, I do know a little bit, and if you take the 60 that we're talking about today, we also have the living letter Samak. Samak is 60 with Gematria. And so in that place, once again, now it opens up a, a whole nother, a whole nother perspective in the place of, of decreeing and, or not, not even really decreeing and declaring. It's about knowing. You know, it's about knowing. Cause we, when we speak, our words decree and declare whether we realize it or not, because our words form. But with the uh, Samic being the six, uh, being the number sixty today, and the one that is speaking, Samic talks about supernatural support. It talks about being protected inside of the inside of this this hedge of protection that Yahweh wraps around us. There's, there's so many different ways that I see Samak, and, and yet at the same breath, I know that there is so much more deeper perspectives to Samak that I've cried out to Yahweh 
to, to begin to reveal to me. And he's revealed bits and pieces here and there. But Samek, I just keep feeling, I keep feeling this draw that has got a beautiful perspective to it that he is yet to show me. There's a treasure that is hidden inside of Samek that, uh, that he is going to show me. So I, you know, you know, adding in top of, uh, everything that, that we're talking about today, particularly dealing with Issachar. You see, Issachar was, uh, really them and another tribe called Zebulon worked hand in hand together. And as a matter of fact, one of the first places besides Melchizedek, where we see the king and priest in action at the same time, really has to do with Issachar and Zebulon. Because Issachar's, if you will, were the priests. They they weren't from the tribe of, of Levi, that's not what I'm saying. But Issachar did have a great understanding of the times and the seasons. And they spent a lot of time digging into the scriptures and understanding, listening to the face of, of Yahweh and from the face of Yahweh. And then the Zebulon knew of this and they came to Issachar and said, hey, would you help us in this place, knowing and understanding the times and the seasons, you know, this will help us in our business. And so Issachar would go in and they would, they would begin to help those who were in business to make decisions, make choices, help to, to point out things that, uh, that Zebulon did not see because of the focus that Issachar had towards the father. And so as a result, Zebulon said, because you have done this, we will split the prophets 50-50. And so they did. They, they took and everything that came in, Issachar and Zebulon were both blessed, even though each one of them had two totally different roles, both the place of king and priest. Now, I know you're like, well, where do you get that between the two of them? Well, in the sense of Zebulon being that of the business and the business perspective, in a sense, kings administrate a kingdom. And so with business, you can take that and really put businessman instead of king there. And with Issachar, you've got ones who are, are digging into the word. Now, the truth is, is that we are both kings and priests. Now, this was just a beautiful expression of the two and how they work together. And again, Issachar being that, that one for Zebulon to, to connect to the face of the father. That is in us completely. But now Michelle goes on to talk about this. That the spark of Ruach Yahweh with the spark of change, moving with momentum, instigating transformation, and I added to that transfiguration, traversing the width, the width, the depth, the up, and the down. You know, last night during our School of the Living Letters, uh, and our final night for this year, we've got our first graduating class uh, of this year. And we're we're just so thankful that Yahweh has given us such a beautiful community in the School of the Living Letters because it's been it's been a year of really, really deep, deep, deep exploration in the Living Letters. And we are so thankful for every single one of them. And we have traversed the width, the depth, the up and the down in that place of, of spending time in the School of the Living Letters. But last night we began to talk about, someone came up and said that, that they, they saw the winds of change, if you will. And as they were talking, one of the other ones came up and said something about how that, uh, that a word was spoken over them from someone else talking about how they, their, there was a hurricane that was whirling around them and that they were in the middle of the storm. Now it's funny because 
we did go through Hurricane Zeta uh, the last last night or the night before last. And so, you know, it's it was it was interesting that the, the conversation came up as it did. But more specifically, what I saw was 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 Tina standing with her two flags twirling and she was causing the wind. You know, here at uh, here at Gates of Zion, we have been saying for quite some time, Apostle Aaron has been saying for quite some time that uh, that we are the storm, that we are the storm. And you see, we are the storm. We're the winds of change. We're the winds of the of the of of Yahweh in here in the earth, because as we speak his word, you know, the, the declaration today goes on to say this, our witness that we are one together in each other and in Yahweh. You see, Echad, the place of one, Shema Yisrael, Adonai Eloheinu, Adonai Echad. Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God, the Lord is one. And that's the place of, of where Yahweh has been crying out in us and through us lately. I know that my spirit man has been crying that out. Shema Yisrael, Adonai Eloheinu, Adonai Echad. And we are coming together as one. Think of, of, of the, oh, I don't know, I just, I'm suddenly getting, getting wrapped up in this place of, of the understanding of the winds of change. You know, we see what's going on in the world, but you know what? We're not affected by it. We trust in Yahweh. Our peace and our rest is in Him. You see, in this place, it's almost hard to believe that this, a place of action could actually be a place of rest. But it is. The most beautiful place of where Yahweh is calling us to is this place of action in the middle of rest. Because it's the potential within for the manifestation in the actual. You see, we are the winds of change. We are the sound that affects the future of now. Michelle, when she wrote that the other day, it just really blew me away. The sound that affects the future of now. The words that I speak right now have, have an effect both to the past, the present, and the future, all at the same time. That is who Yahweh has made us to be. What Yahweh sees is the moment of now. What is your choice for right now? What what do I need to do for right at this moment? I don't need to worry about things for tomorrow. I need I just need to know what Yahweh wants me to do for right now. That is the place where he's taken us. The head of O time, the head of time, the Olam and the original intent.